I will never write a single line which I have not first felt in my own heart. He'll teach you everything! Truer words were never spoken. All right. Language and writing were made available. I'm writing this down. This is good stuff. I'm John, this is John Helps You Write Better, and I could not think of an intro, so let's just get started today, shall we? A few times this week, somebody has asked this question, and I've put off answering it until right now. The question is this, John, is there anything that writers do that absolutely positively irritates you in a way like nothing else does? And the answer is yes. Yes, absolutely, there's stuff that writers do that drive me up a wall like no other. And it isn't just like the obvious stuff, like rehashing the same advice over and over, or asking 10 million times about show versus tell, or whatever other dumb bullshit they read about on the internet. That's that's annoying, but it's expected. The thing that absolutely positively sends me up over the moon and back in the most ferocious frustration you can think of is something that I think they're doing because they think it's helping and they think they're doing it because it's it's good and I need to tell you that it is absolutely not good and completely 1,000 million bajillion percent absolutely holding back writers' growth and progress and effort and learning the lessons of whatever they're supposed to be learning at whatever time they're supposed to be learning it. Let me, let me paint a picture. Let me explain what they're doing, and then I'll tell you why it's the most irritating thing in the world. Not just because it gets under my skin, but because it, it gets in the way of them doing whatever the hell they need to do. And it's this. Let's suppose they write a chapter. Let's suppose, it doesn't matter what chapter it is, but they write a chapter. Five pages, eight pages, ten pages, twenty pages, whatever, the size doesn't matter. They write a chapter. And they have a coaching session about it. So far, so good. This is exactly what you should be doing. They get notes on it. So far, so good. Exactly what they should be doing. They ask questions. Brilliant, wonderful, love questions. Love that for us. We put everything together. Everything's nice, neat, pretty, and clean. And then they say, okay, I'll I'll be back next week, two weeks, a month, whatever. Cool. All good. Then they come back. Great. Yay. Big accomplishment. That's what we want. We want people to come back and get more help. And then they do the thing. Then they do the thing that absolutely positively gets me. They bring back the chapter they already worked on. Why? Why do that? Why? Now, usually they'll say something to the effect of, I wanted to make sure I did it right. And that is the worst idea you could possibly have at that level of writing. Why is that? That sounds like a normal thing, John. What makes that such a bad idea? Why is it so wrong to do that? Because it's misunderstanding two very critical things. One, it's misunderstanding the entire point of coaching and what your goal in writing is. And two, it's misunderstanding what I do as part of my job. And those things are both really important. And if, 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 they don't, if that doesn't lock in and sink in, you are not necessarily wasting your time, but you are radically holding yourself back in such a tremendous way when it comes to getting your work done or growing as a writer. Here's what I mean. 
if you bring a chapter back to make sure you've done it right. You are positioning me as some kind of permission giver, some kind of authority figure. Now, I will tell you I'm an authority. I know a lot of stuff. I am an expert at this thing. I've been doing this over two decades. I'm an expert. There's no doubt there. But to turn your writing into something I have to approve of tells me that you don't have a strong enough sense that you're happy with it. Because ultimately, no matter the quality of the writing, because there is no perfect, no matter the quality of what you've written, you have to be able to stand there and go, I'm happy with the thing I wrote. And it's here's the writing part of it. It's about understanding that it's not ever going to be perfect. No matter how many times you rewrite it and re, 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 rewrite it, it's never perfect. It's always going to be some variable shade of this is really good or some variable shade of this needs more work. Finding where you want to check out on a thing, finding where your sweet spot of I'm okay with this, let's move on, is fundamental absolutely critical to you getting your shit together, to you writing your next chapter, to you finishing your book, and to you codifying whatever advice you get and producing better work overall. You were the permission giver, not me. I'm just here to tell you, you know, change this, flip this, and here's why you want to make those changes. I'm not grading you. I'm not interested in grading you. I'm not interested in giving you permission to allow you to move forward. I'm trying to get you to develop the sense that you're happy with what you've written because you can see a difference from this draft to that draft. And so many writers, so, so many writers never get there because they see this sort of progress as being gatekept, as sort of like, I have to make sure this is okay before I move forward. And you can never view chapters in isolation. They lose all context. It just becomes meaningless because you need to know how things started and how things ended and where things slot in. You can't just say, oh, well, chapter one is done, so now I'll move to chapter two. They're not individual pieces that line up next to each other. They're links in a chain that, that meld together. We're not just making a stack of papers. We are fusing and braiding things together. And by constantly seeking approval, by constantly looking at things in individual chunks and constantly looking at things as though they need to be checked off or ticked off before you move forward, misunderstands your growth as a writer. It's not going to come in a form of a checklist. Writing is not made or improved based on the idea that you've done X and Y and Z. Okay, now it's time to, to level up. It's not a role-playing game. We're not looking to, you know, spend our experience points one click at a time and move across a skill tree. This is something more fluid and dynamic. It's about understanding the whole sum of all the pieces. Now, here's a small little note before we bring up the one objection every writer has with this. Sometimes writers do this because they want to stall. If I just do one chapter at a time, and I make sure it's good enough before I move to the next chapter, it's going to take longer, and I won't have to contend with my feelings about finishing or starting or writing a climax or getting to the hard part of writing. And it's a way of delaying progress and delaying effort while also giving them the opportunity to complain about, oh my God, look how long it's taking. Hey, it's taking so long because your method sucks. It's taking so long because you're going about this in the slowest way possible. That's all fine, well and good for sure. But what's the objection they bring up? 
Well, John, if you don't want us writing each individual chapter, why do you work with clients on one hour at a time on a per-chapter basis? As if this is some kind of great gotcha, as if this is supposed to make me realize, oh my God, you're right. Here's why I do it in an hour, and here's why we work by chapter. One, an hour is a reasonable unit of time. We're wired for that sort of thing. Now, I know we made up time, but we're we're used to seeing appointments come in hour-long sizes, whether we're talking about doctor visits, dental appointments, therapy, some other kind of session with some other kind of person for some other kind of thing. An hour-long session can cover a lot of ground. An hour is totally reasonable. But here's why I look at chapters on an individual basis. Because I don't treat them as though they are one single thing and then they will disappear into the ether and never come back again. This isn't a single serving of story. It's one piece. It's one component. It's one set of steps, one you know, pile of strides in a marathon. And I want to see the bigger picture. I want to know where these pages from this chapter connect and weave into those chapters and the chapters before and the chapters yet to come. I want to see the skeleton in progress. I want to see the skeleton in motion. It's not just hand me a bone and make sure that bone is good before we go make the next hip. This is a really frustrating thing for me because the two cases I most often see this in are one writers who are looking for a very sort of subconscious long-winded reason to never make progress they're they're wanting to they're saying they're wanting to but they're not really pushing themselves they're just looking for something to give themselves the kind of comfort or the impression that hey I'm working on stuff and two I see this sort of thing from the writers who don't last who never make it who don't finish probably because they're not addressing the right things uh, they're not looking forward far enough they're not seeing a bigger picture they're seeing a series of steps they're seeing the obstacle course as individual contests as opposed to one collective we'll talk about that uh, on Monday but they're, they've got the wrong perspective so they're treating their writing the wrong way and they're holding themselves back as a result that's what's most irritating Now, I can't guarantee and I don't think that every writer is going to turn out a 45-year career with hundreds of novels and worldwide critical acclaim. I don't think everybody has that potential. I don't think that's a thing that everybody can do. I think everybody should be willing to try, but everybody's got a natural wax and wane to their effort and a wax and wane to their talent and a willingness or an inability to push themselves past a certain point. People are going to you know, fall out in different times in this marathon. And that's okay. That's totally fine. It's all right. But at the same time, to, to have some kind of faulty assumption that, well, yeah, everybody's going to tap out at a different time in this marathon, but I'm going to do it early or I'm only going to do it late as if we're only working in the extremes rather than the middle is part of this most frustrating philosophy I run into writers with where it's just, is this okay? Can I keep, you know, is this, is this good? I, I want to work on this thing 25 fucking times before I move on to the next step. Give yourself the authority and the power to be your own permission giver and look at your work in progress in pieces, not individual pieces, but one thing, then the next thing, then the next thing, then the next thing as opposed to individual single-serving vacuum-sealed containers. Look at the whole big picture. Give that some thought, and I'll talk to you soon.